Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me now? Okay, I can hear you too. Okay, fucking damn it. I don't know why I wasn't there doing it before. Everything's going right, to be difficult. <laughs> Damn. And there's Germany. It kept on not wanting to work. What is all right, that? Sound off. I was all talking Josh. to you guys Go. the whole time. I was like, could you hear me? And I thought you guys said yes at one point. And then I'm sitting there talking. And then you guys don't hear me. I was like, who wants to who wants to start the podcast? And then nobody said anything. I was like, what the fuck? And then All right. <laughs> well, let's start the podcast. Okay, who wants to announce the shit? I thought you were. It's your fucking you podcast. I thought it was a four-way thing. Yeah, then, somebody has to introduce this man. Well, we, yeah, we can't just but fucking... I thought it was uh, whoever wanted to do it. It's your fucking podcast. It's not your name on it. Well, hey, technically it was Jeremy's podcast. I just put my shit on there. Well, you started it, so it's yours. It? Hey, Jeremy came up with the idea, but whatever. Well, then, well, then you want Jeremy to fucking do it? Well, uh, it doesn't matter, really. It doesn't uh, matter. I mean, it's gonna sound all awkward as fuck with me doing it. Well, whatever. yeah, we sound. Everybody, awkward welcome as fuck. to the Not for Sale podcast, motherfuckers. Okay, I'm, I, I'm telling you, I'm probably gonna be cussing on this shit anyway. So who gives a shit? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Let's fucking move it. So anyway, thank you for joining us. If you're joining us, whatever. It's just uh, four practically brothers hanging out. And fucking talking about uh, wrestling and shit. So today we're going to be talking because we just finished watching an elimination chamber. We're going to talk about the results and everything else that happened. And first off, might as well, Steven, talk about the elephant in the room. Daniel Bryan's almost balls hanging out of his trun- trunks. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Uh, there you go. Elephant in the room has been mentioned. We can move on. Well, technically, it's it was nutty. the first match, so we're good. Or Probably well, the only thing interesting that happened in that first the kickoff match. show, but yeah, I never watch the kickoff shows. I never do either because most of the time it's always filler matches, man. Yeah, they don't put any effort into them, so why should I put any effort into watching them? Yeah, especially when they're like fire ass fucking matches too. It's like, why the fuck are you putting them? On, on the beginning where they don't even get paid for the pay-per-view. But I just, I think Zack Ryder deserves more. I think well, Kirk yeah. Hawkins deserves more. And the Viking Raiders deserve more. But Definitely <laughs> Viking Raiders deserve more. At think, least they kind of did something with the later on match where they interfered with Seth Rollins and shit. Yeah, I we'll think, talk about that later. I just think that... Um, I like Zack Ryder, and I think he's just been pissed on, you know, ever since they gave him the U.S. title and then had John Cena upstage him with his storyline girlfriend crap from, what was that, like 10 years ago? But how long has he been there? Yeah, pretty you know? much. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been, been there for, for over 10 I mean, years. He must like 10 or be happy years. you don't hear him complaining. I mean, I know. He has his, like, toy podcast and stuff like that. And... I just yeah, definitely he's enjoying that podcast that he's been doing. The toy podcast that him and Kerr Hawkins do. You mean the one we just plugged? 
Yeah, I guess the commander <laughs> yeah. just did. Hey, oh, yeah. no name. <laughs> name redacted. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think we actually said his the name of it. I don't now people are going to know. I'm just kidding. But then again, I'm married, right. so I don't care very well. Well, um, I guess we might as well cut the semantics and just get to the first match. Yep. Essentially. Uh, okay, it was Drew Golak versus Daniel Bryan. I think everybody pretty much figured out that uh, Daniel Bryan was going to beat Drew Golak, but I actually thought that it was a decent match. It wasn't, for what it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. And it had some risky spots, though. Oh, Daniel Bryan was taking a lot of bumps. I was like, (laughs) I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous for Daniel Bryan's, like, head head shots he kept taking with the some what was that like a sitting pile driver or whatever gulag did oh yeah it was kind of like um, the way that i would put it it's like a reverse airplane spin thing but it looked like he had his hands in his mouth when he was flinging him around uh, because i've never seen anybody else do it before yeah, I don't really know what to do with that, but I think he was talking about the short pile driver. Oh, yeah. Well, all of those moves with Daniel Bryan are scary just because of his neck stuff. Yeah. yeah. It might be perfectly it, fine, but it's yeah. still like... I don't know about that, bud. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like when I, when I saw uh, at the Royal Rumble when Edge came back. It was like, dude, it's awesome for him to be back. But then every time he lands on his neck, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you can't really help think about it. Well, if you notice, though, Edge with that, he protects his neck. He'll put his hands up. Mm -hmm. And you can see that a couple of times with Daniel Bryan, but it was still kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it seems like more often than not, more of the wrestlers are dealing with the neck issues. It's like, on top of Daniel Bryan, then there's Sheamus, then there's uh, Paige also. and then all pretty much the same thing, that spinal stenosis thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which, as, you know, technology and medical stuff progresses, they're going to get better and better with that stuff, but it's still scary. Yeah, but uh, so what do you guys rate the match? Like, should we do ratings on the shit, or Fuck should it. we Why just not? be like, sure, yeah, like just be like, because uh, I don't know. I would say like probably the five star thing. I don't want to be like Dave Meltzer though. You mean like, like six stars? <laughs> yeah, like you know, like how Dave Meltzer does his. Shit no, I don't. Like, <laughs> well, okay. Whenever it's like indie wrestling and shit, like he mostly goes for New Japan people and everything else, and it's like really good matches. He'll be like, "Okay, I got a five star rating, but then I will do six stars for some of these matches because they were just beyond perfect." Even though that I don't believe that they're beyond perfect, but still, okay, like at the end of the day, like All I right. would much rather so stick what's to the five ma- stars. So what's the maximum rating? I would probably stay five stars. Probably be safe at it. Okay, right, and f- I and I don't know if I would ever like have a matchup was be five stars, but oh, I would. It's like, not tonight. Some that are damn yeah. close though. There was yeah. nothing that was five stars tonight. I mean, there was a lot of solid wrestling though. Yeah, like, there was the. Oh, yeah. But we'll get like, to that. Yeah, we can get to that. What's your rating for this match, dude? I would, I would probably say a good three. I would probably Just say three. right in the middle. I thought it was average. I mean, I know both competitors can perform, but I just wasn't feeling it, and I didn't really think as a, as an opener you should go for the slow technical. I thought something more like I'm going to date myself. I think one of the things Nitro always did really well was open the show with like the luchadors and – Something high energy and impact to get the ca- the crowd awake. Don't lull them to sleep before yeah. the pay started. After the uh, kickoff show, shouldn't be like, yeah. oh, hey, kickoff like, show's need, great. You yeah. need to pump the brakes. You need, a, yeah, you need some, you need like a bang, like a something that's like a firework and like I lo- I love D- I love Debray, 
but I just yeah, it's like an average match. Honestly, I would have thought that if they really wanted to get everyone awake, they would have probably done with the tag team match first, like they usually do. I think they usually do the tag team elimination chambers or like one of the elimination chambers, like first like or second, usually. Yeah. yeah, just trying to because I mean they give it a lot of time. They give them like thirty or forty minutes. Give them a lot of energy to do the the high spots and like everything that people stay wait for and shit and really want to see. So it's like, uh, like uh, mostly the Daniel Bryan and uh, Drew Gulak match and the next one that we're gonna talk about after. Uh, after we finish the ratings that we still haven't finished yeah like once they <laughs> yeah but like uh, uh both of those felt like filler matches where they were just trying to find something to fill the space we should probably finish rating this one before we get to yeah. the next one so who else needs a rating? Uh, me and steven yeah okay then okay, go Jimmy, you want to go uh mine was barely a three one of the things I wrote was kind of a boring match to start the pay-per-view, like everybody else said. Yeah. <clears throat> Mine was also a three. I said it's good storytelling, uh, and they were showing off their technical skills, but it was kind of boring. Yeah, one of the things that I know I did note was that it, the ending kept Gulak strong. Yeah, I like yeah. seeing that. That's one of the best things yeah. that they did. Yeah, because he didn't tap, so I have to give him that. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I even said that when we were watching it, that at least at least he looked strong because he didn't he didn't like wimp out in the clutch, mm-hmm. and it leaves out. it open for them possibly doing a match later on too. I mean, I would not like, necessarily at WrestleMania, but still, maybe uh, what is it payback or whatever is the pay per view always after Mania, even though uh, maybe it's Extreme Rules. I maybe that's I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah. Let's let's face it. I think the only one everyone knows is like the big four when those happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are usually the best ones anyway. They're, they're yeah, the main they, ones that anyone cares out. about. But all right. So second match was I totally forgot. Andrade and Alberto. It's money of the bank. Oh yeah. And this was and this is sad oh, for nice. me because Andrade, right? I love Andrade. And I like Humberto Carrillo if they actually like do them other than just wrestling all the time. Is that this was a pee break for me? I had a lot of those, but then I then again diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and you also got to talk about his outfit. He looked like he was wrapped in like blue Saran wrap, like the, sh- the or not even Saran wrap. <laughs> you know when you buy those elegant Easter baskets, like your wife or whatever. Yeah, the, the clear plastic with the clear plastic cellophane. That's what his. That's what Andrade's gear looked like. Like he uh, he he's gonna go hang out and kick it with the Cadbury Bunny after yeah, all this. Yeah, it's stuff. it's like he was a toy that they almost got out of the packaging, but yeah, but then they were like, oh crap, get out there. <laughs> This is one of the be matches. Careful, baby, if you take him out of his, if you take him out of his bubble wrap, he won't be worth as much anymore. This was one of the matches that I notated that Andrade did not sell a lot of Carrillo's moves. Yeah, there was a few things where he yeah. did not sell at all. Because I remember, I know I pointed it out. I can't remember what the move was, but he just like popped right back up. I'm like, yeah, damn. Yeah, I think that's mostly because they didn't give it a lot of time too. Is that they were trying to be like, I want to hit this one, this one, this one, and so they're like going from beat to beat. And yeah. I think a lot of matches like that now, especially in WWE, are like that because they're like, hey, you got six minutes and you got to figure out what to do in six yeah. minutes. I still was amazed that it was Andrade in this match after all the buildup with him and Garza, and then all of a sudden. Andrade's yeah, back. no, exactly. I would have thought that they would have probably done the tag team uh, match, but also at the same time, we've already seen them face each other like so many times on Raw. It's like, what is making this difference uh, different than what they do on Raw every single week? I mean, this was a good match. It, it was it was entertaining. I think this should have been the kickoff match of the yeah. pay per view because it started like, out slow. But it, built, but like, went it got super, harder yeah. as super high, 
super, you know, everything was high energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it should have been a little bit more selling. Yeah. But I think it should have been the opening match because I think it would have set a better pace. And then you could have had the Brian match second to calm the crowd down because wasn't the third match the tag team elimination chamber yeah. match? And yeah. so I would have done something high energy, a respite, and then have the chamber match like it was mm -hmm. because then you're you're letting the crowd react rest because they're going to have to get hyped again because everyone who's awesome in tag teams is in this match. So you know you're going to see some crazy stuff. So you're going to like don't wear out the crowd. Yeah, you know, give them a little, give them a cool down, then give them like the high, the you know, the high flying with the the tag teams. And I, honestly, I did not notate anything from the first two matches. Although I thought the first, the sec, this match with Andrade was more energy. Mm -hmm. I really what I mean. I don't get to watch Raw and SmackDown every week, so because of work. So. Maybe I'm just not invested in those. At least with everybody else, there's a history that I have from watching. Yeah. And so, so I really on this one. not so much on this yeah, one. I feel bad much. because they both can perform. I'd like to see what was it? Angel is his first name. His company? yeah, Angel Garza. Garza. Really, really I mean, good. I would like to see like Garza be put in the picture and do like a triple threat for like the U.S. Yeah, title maybe at Mania. Yeah, like I was saying, I'm surprised that they didn't try to do the tag team match that they did on Raw and try to, like, do something different, like, do a, like, tornado tag or something where it was Angel Garza and Andrade versus uh, Rey Mysterio and Humberto. Mm -hmm. If they would have done, like, a tornado tag match and gave them, like, no disqualifications or something, they could have done something different. I mean, granted, I mean, we're in the day and age where, like, they do WWE Network where they get to do however long their pay-per-views can. So you could give them 20 or 30 minutes to fill in something, especially if it's different than what they do on Raw. But the problem is, is that they're like, here's six minutes or here's eight minutes. Fill something yeah. in. I remember, like... You go ahead. I remember when... I'm uh, sorry. I remember when like Vince McMahon was on the Stone Cold, the not the current Stone Cold podcast, but the other one he had for a little bit on the network, where like they were t worried about time, and he's like, "I own the network. We'll go as long as it needs." Like, yeah. I mean, who's gonna stop you? It's it's a live stream, like pay per view or Comcast or any other cable company is not gonna cut you off like 1998's Halloween Havoc. Yeah. yeah so it's like, has, like you don't have to worry about it. WrestleManias. Yeah. Yeah. So you, it's like, I understand you don't want to wear out the crowd, but, you know, let some matches breathe. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the only so, note that what, I oh, took sorry. for this one was uh, that it had an ending that came out of nowhere. That, that doesn't really bother me, but I thought it was really weird that the first and the second match had two near countouts where it went to nine and then they had to hurry up and get in the ring real quick. That just bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Like I said, I didn't notate these matches, but I noticed that too. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like we, we literally just, we just saw this in the other match. I mean, unless you're going to end it with the double, the count out, like, I think the count out things will play down to me. Yeah. Well, I think it's an easy win for like a way to like finish the match for them where it's kind of like it's like a 50 50 booking where I hear every once in a while where it's like one week this one guy wins the other week the other guy wins and it doesn't help either yeah. guy because you're flip flopping all the time. And you're trying to make both of them look strong when it should be like you got to pick something. And even if they're making this dude lose a couple of times, right? At least make it in a way where it makes the other guy not look weak, a super. So, with weak. that being said, do we want to rate this match and get on to the next one? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If anything, I would rate it at like maybe a one because I didn't even really care about this match and I barely even watched it. So I can't really say anything. I, I'm going to give this one a three as well, just because I thought it was average. Not that again, two really good performers. I just really, I just, I thought it was average. Nothing blew me away. Really. 
then there was the non-selling for some of the spots and wasn't a hundred percent impressed. So three average. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go ahead. I would say two and a half. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. Cause it, it could have been better. Like, uh, but I think if it was at the head of the card, it would have been at least a three. And just with the no selling, it just kind of dropped it a bit. But it could have been great, but it kind of wasn't. So, yep. Yeah. That's, uh, damn, I didn't think that I was going to be the least on their least favorite match. Pardon me. I'm like, fuck this match. <laughs> This match is great. Well, the third match but, was the the SmackDown Tag Team Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, this was my second favorite match, and I would agree. My be, my, my favorite part, and I'll have to point this out, and all of us will talk about this probably is the outfits that the New Day wore. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah those were their awesome. paint by numbers <laughs> with the legend on the back was incredible. I normally. Yeah. Yeah, I normally don't talk about outfits, but that one was those were legendary to me. Those are pretty. I like the new day because it seems like their attire um, is always creative, mm-hmm. and I think and that's their creativity is like one of their staying powers. I hear people say they just need to break up the new day. People are tired. I'm like, I'm not really tired of the new day. I think I think they still got a lot of. You know, longevity. Yeah, they think, keep it fresh by doing shit like they, that. Yeah, they're no one. I don't see why people are tired of them. They're a great group. I mean, if you ever split them up, obviously it's going to be Big E turning on the other two because he's the big, the the, the beast, the muscle. Yeah. Either that, or like, if you really want to swerve, motherfuckers, to have Xavier Woods turn. That would be the other like, choice. That would be the least likelihood. Like, like talk about Seth Rollins turning on the shield. It would be that type of thing because everybody would expect Big E mm-hmm. to turn, but like doing it with Xavier would be like really like do would could show. You imagine stuff. Xavier Woods coming back from this injury, coming back and having the new day be like, "Hell yeah, dude, let's do this shit!" And they're all having a big celebration in the ring. And Xavier Woods just kicks the shit out of him and leaves. <laughs> or, or, like, they would be in title contention again, and then he would show up and he walked to the ring with crutches, right? And then they're like, oh, yeah, come on, come on. And then uh, he would hit him with the crutches, and then he would walk off. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be but, yeah, pretty and, cool. This, and, the The... This match was probably my favorite match of the night. I mean, I like I like the women's elimination chamber. I, obviously, the chamber matches were the two best of the night. But I'm just trying to think of all the hot, hot, high spots in this one. It's just you know that well, from the new day. There weren't really a lot of high spots yeah. in this match. I just think it was an overall good match. I, I'm I'm kind of frustrated yeah. with seeing the same people all the time and that's yeah. kind of where yeah, yeah definitely like usos can, new day can a lot we of just the talk time being in the i love the new day but it's like having them ta- time and time and time and time being in the matches yeah. it's like come on man. can we just talk about dorado's moonsault from the top of the chamber onto like everybody real quick that was probably the the biggest high spot of the that night was like and he did it a lot better than yeah, Jeff Hardy. That did. was like my favorite. Well, yeah, that's what Jeff Hardy should have done, but you know, he fell on a table, and I don't even think the table broke in that match. Was that the hell in the cell? But all, but also at the same time, I think Lince Dorado's in his like twenties. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Hardy was in his like forties yeah, at the time. I, I... Well, yeah, Jeff's not that much older than <clears throat> Stephen, Jeremy, and I. Thanks yeah, for you, thanks for aging yeah, me, I Joe. Think that's the main spot. <laughs> I think he de-aged you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he, I de-aged you a little bit because. Well, yeah, by what a year? I mean, it's maybe. <laughs> I mean, <Roughly. laughs> but yeah, I think that was the main uh, high spot that was in there. Was like. 
Was the I really Bronco like one. Heavy like, Machinery. Yeah, heavy I think they need to push them more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and him going mm-hmm. to oh, the pod. Dude. Yeah. Which I thought that was kind of weird, but I, mostly it would have been like more impactful if I would have saw him bust through the plastic door and then go through the thing of the plastic that was on the inside yeah. of the door, too. But I mean, semantics, though. I, well, the reason I mentioned high spots because it wasn't a lot, but you know, you got that expectation you get from the Usos, and you have that expectation what you get from the New Day, and they 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 bought it. The only the only slip up in this match that I caught was when Kofi slipped off the turnbuckle, but he recovered, yeah. and they actually called that out in the match, which was oh, nice. Yeah. Because when that yeah. that big happens, you can't just be like, oh, that didn't happen. Yeah, and especially so, when uh, I like how they also said like he was like, oh yeah, he never really does this often, yeah. you know, called it out like he it was a rarity that he did it because I mean really if you think about it, he doesn't botch a yeah. whole lot. No, he doesn't. I don't think anyone in the New Day really botches. I think it's the same with the Usos, and that's why they have that that aura around them that they're the top of the tag team division in WWE. And probably why they're always in the main event picture as far as the tag titles are concerned. And also, I'm going to call it out because they're like, uh, I think it's third generation, right? Or is it second generation that the Usos are? I know that um, Rikishi's their their dad. dad, But I think someone, I mean, they're all related. I mean, Uh, I'm pretty sure. Aren't they related to Afa and and Sika? Sika? Generally, yeah, yeah, that is, just and then weird. of course, obviously, Brock. Like, unless you're Samoa Joe, you're related to the Brock, apparently, <laughs> yeah. <from WWE. laughs> right? They should have just like been like uh, an honorary member of <laughs> like the Wild Samoans. Samoa yeah. Joe's the beast, let's just honorarily treat him like that. And I mean, this was a good match, I would probably give this one like three and a half just because. It was a really good match, and I think it was really the best match of the night, which is why I'm giving it three and a half, if, you, if I'm going to give my rating now. Um, I don't know if there's really much to talk about because it was just really the standard fare from all the tag teams. You know, I like just how – they were. Yeah, just letting them do their thing, and they performed. Like, I do like when uh, the Usos and New Day teamed up to help take out Dolph and Rude. And I want to see Otis get his hands on Dolph Ziggler and see how it goes with that storyline. And other than that, the the pay-per-view on a whole, you know, it is what it is. But so there's nothing really worth noting because everyone did what they were, what they're good at. It's just. It was a fun uh, match. It was a fun match. I enjoyed it. I know I'm sounding like I'm about to say yeah. something super negative. And what, what is your rating? <laughs> no, it's like you you feel like there's something missing out of it. Like yeah, it was a good missing. match. It could have been better though. That's the only thing. But I mean, uh, I'll probably be about the same. Like probably three and a quarter instead of like three uh, three and a half or whatever. Mostly because, I mean, I think they could have done a little bit more. But, I mean, still a great match, though. Like, uh, probably my second favorite, at least. I mean, there there was a lot of good wrestling on this show, though. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was a three and a half. Could have been a four. A uh, couple more spots in there could have been, like, fantastic. But they weren't. But then again... They're a lot more athletic than I am, so I can't really give them any shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one thing, man. I mean, it's like we wrestlers, and we're all like fucking criticizing this shit. But I mean, it's mostly because we love it, man. <laughs> yeah. If we didn't love it, we yeah. wouldn't be but watching. Anyway, this shit. Jeremy, what's your three point two five? But anyway, Jeremy. Three point two five. Yeah. Three and a quarter. We're all about in agreement. <laughs> Are we on Star Search? Oh, I just yeah. We're not in agreement that. in terms of what the favorite match was. I would say, but yeah. Well, I mean, the only the next match was really yeah. good. Uh, AJ, but I believe it was AJ the AJ Gals match versus. Yeah, and that uh, was easily my and, favorite match. Yes, 
mind. And that was a really yeah. good match too. But then again, I'm a mark. Yeah, so. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I, I'm a mark too when it comes to like I'm not like the dude. Well, I'm the like, when the surprise return or whatever happens, and it's like you know, it, it's uh, someone you you love and you've been following for years. Yeah. Then yeah, but it's, mark, but it's not only that; out, it's a good but, setup. There, that's one thing we really didn't see tonight at all. Was, yeah. Was mania setup? No. Yeah, we didn't expect AJ Styles to. Yeah. yeah. No, I wrote. Down, no. I want mm. Alistair Black to win, even though he won't. And then I said, "Oop, never mind." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we were all in agreement. And then I was sitting there. Like near the end of the match, I was like, "Fuck! What if like Undertaker shows up?" And I think like near the end, I was like, "Dong!" And like, five minutes later, then actually, I think I'm the one dong. that said it right before the bells rang. I said, "Undertaker's coming!" Oh yeah, true that. And then the bells yeah. went off, and I said, "See, I told you." And but that was the best way to do it. And honestly, I liked even the way that I don't know if anybody else noticed, but. When Undertaker came in the ring, Alistair Black wasn't in the ring, which which isn't. Cut. And then yeah. when he left, Alistair Black was back in the ring, which I thought was. And and, and the OC was on the ring. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, which is like, ooh, I loved how he was choking the bitches out too. He was choking the OC out. He's like, yeah, bitch. And then AJ's like, oh, I'm gonna get you, and he turns around and catches him. Yeah, it's like. Oh, you're done, AJ. The the timing that The Undertaker has, that's just like so many years of wrestling for him. It's like, and he didn't even miss a beat. He just automatically turned around. He's like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Yeah. I I actually like the fact that he came back. Um, I know they're setting up for AJ versus Taker at Mania. And that's going to be great, too. It's going to be. And if if Undertaker can perform even a little bit, it's going to be a good match because we all know how AJ is. Oh yeah, yeah. And and so we know that he's going to be able to perform. And even if Undertaker needs to be carried, he's going to be carried well. Yeah. Dude, and that's the main thing. If you want anybody to like make sure Taker's going to be okay, don't get Goldberg, don't get Brock Lesnar. Get a- well, AJ those two guys don't have cardio. It's like, come on, man. They're- their matches yeah, exactly go, fucking no. Their matches day. go five yeah. minutes, and that's it. Yeah. And so yeah. I mean, there's not. And they honestly, like there wasn't a lot to say about this match. Besides, I felt it was the best match of the night. Um, yeah, because the, the, well, definitely the selling Alistair Black. Because I, I'm a fan of Alistair Black, and obviously I'm a fan of AJ Styles. So both of them together. Should equal mm-hmm. a good match. Yeah, there's no yeah. world in I the multiverse the, the, where it wouldn't. I loved how. Oh, sorry. What? What's that? Okay, never mind. Stephen wasn't going to comment. I was all waiting for you. No, I was but, done. Uh, what's it you called? The main thing. The main thing about me with this match was the uh, Alistair Black selling of his leg. I loved how they were going back and forth. Where they were both teasing, like hurting each other's legs, and it was going towards their moves and stuff, and like going, uh, like going back and forth and teasing the moves between each other. Also, even doing the uh, announcers' table, like even uh, AJ Styles spearing him through the announcers, or well, on top of the announcers' table or announce table, and. Uh, Pretty much that whole like last like ten or fifteen minutes was just pure and awesome. I really like, I want to see them keep um, amping it up too. I want to see something and more. I with really this. dug the fact that the OC stayed back and they were like, "We'll only come in if AJ needs us, but we'll be here the whole time." And it was it was nice yeah. that they didn't just immediately come out and beat the crap out of them and be like, "Job's done." Yeah, like yeah, I like it was actually a match. Because even though AJ is technically a heel, he's he doesn't come across as a coward yeah. heel. Just uh, like like how Seth Rollins was when mm-hmm. he was a heel. Yeah. Or I, I should like, say like his he currently is. I mean, I think his heel work is way better with this gimmick now, but anyway, we'll yeah, talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Well, 
in the next match. <laughs> I, I, if we want to give our ratings, I'm going to give this one three and a half. As, I, I'll give it four. Yeah, Out of all the matches I tonight. Say, yeah, I would say that it would be a four for me, too. Just because I, easily the best match of the uh, night. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go four. Part of me wants to go four and a half just because The Undertaker showed up, but... Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to go with 4.25. The Undertaker getting the quarter quarter stars. Star search. (laughs) (laughs) And McMahon is rolling in his grave. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. Right, uh, so, well, was it the was it the raw tag? Was that one that, that was? Uh, yeah, it was. This was this was my first time seeing the Street Profits actually perform. Me too. And I was impressed. Mm-hmm. And so I actually really like this match too. Uh, the only thing I didn't like is I really think the authors of Pain need to be more than lackeys for someone. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and they're I, definitely being underutilized. I am. I'm I mean, it's good knowing that they turned him heel, though, with his Twitter tirades and shit, and like how people were turning on him. It's good knowing yeah, that but it all, it, I'm at the point now, I'm like, with him, I am with Roman Reigns. I'm like, I'm tired of just like, I don't care. Or or how I was with Dean Ambrose yeah. before he left. Now, I could tell you I, what. The thing for about Dean, though, wasn't really his fault. I don't think that was his fault, though. I, I mean, obviously, it's none of their fault. Well, I mean, this is coming from, like, John Moxley's podcast where he sat, and sat there and he was like, you're really trying to make me do this. He was like, you're making it easier and easier for me to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, they do this with everyone. Like all the people that they book are kind of the same. Like heels and the faces are kind of the same all the time. They're interchangeable, so they're boring. I think it's that's one of the main. Booking. Yeah, that's the main problem with most of this mm-hmm. stuff. Like his Monday Night Messiah stuff seems intriguing, and I, I want to see what they else just they need do. To book it right, but, with but this, you know the biggest yeah. thing too is one thing you'll notice like today. Is there's no I haven't I don't see a lot of guys that have a ton of charisma. Like if you think about back in the Attitude Era, right? You had The Rock and you had Stone Cold and you had these guys that when they would talk, they blew you out. Everybody, yeah, everybody listened to them. I think today Seth Rollins says stuff and people don't really pay attention. And now I can tell you what. They well, could really push these street profit guys because uh, Montez they can talk. Montez, Ford Montez Ford can talk, and um, yeah, I, I. It's funny when they first came out, I was not a big fan because the way they were dealing with them on Raw was like, what the heck is this? But, but uh, yeah. as they started each week, uh, they grew on me, and then when they got in the ring, finally. They're really good in the ring, too. Yeah. It's like, what can these guys do? Oh, they can do really cool shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, because I, I was around when I think I'm the only one that ever watched like old school NXT. Not like super old, but like it was after I think Bo Dallas was NXT champion, really. So I, I've been watching ever since then, or at least here and there. I haven't been able to watch every single episode. But, like, when Street Profits first started out, and, like, even D'Angelo Dawkins or whatever, when he first started, he was by himself, and you could tell he needed somebody to, like, be the charismatic one. It was the same thing went for um, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. It was like, and Chad Gable was definitely the more charismatic type, and the more that helped be the center focus of the team. And Montez Ford is definitely that. He's the the talker of the groups. It's like same with Enzo. I was going to say. Like, leave it alone with like his ring ethic and everything else, how well he does in the ring. 
but that motherfucker could talk around you in circles. It's like Roddy Piper, man. Like certain people just have it where they could talk about all this stuff just in their head. And I think a lot of it's from like scripted promos, them doing scripted promos. Everybody sounds the same. So nobody stands Mm -hmm. out. But like they, it seems like they script them a promo and then they like Montez Ford, they tell them what to say. And then they tweak it to the way that they would say yeah, it. Which is a way that makes sense. Like, yeah. I mean, I get some of scripting, but if you look at, like, when you talk about charisma, like, The Rock wasn't scripted. Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't scripted. Shawn Michaels and Triple H weren't scripted. Well, Maybe bullet points at the most, because they had to get the story where it mm-hmm. needed to go. But not line for line. But that was, like, before the dirt sheets were reporting that, you know, wrestlers had, uh, or the WWE was hiring. Like This was another match, though, that they had the right people enter. So, like, Viking Raiders had had issues on Raw with uh, the Seth Rollins group. Uh, Yeah. And uh, Kevin Owens. I think it was Samoa Joe. Yeah. My only Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, and then uh, Viking Raiders were all like kind of. I wonder if they're trying to push them that as like a team to just like as a group, or if they're trying to make them an actual like stable or something to combat uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't think they need to make it a stable. I just think maybe maybe build something for Survivor Series, but that's not. Yeah, yeah I think this was yeah. just a tie in what you had Playing seen on that. Raw, which again they don't typically do a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was yeah. good for what it was, though. But you kind of figured that who was going to win yeah. was going to win, though. I mean, sometimes yeah. they do those swerves, but I didn't really feel like they were going to take the titles off the Street Profits after getting. Yeah, just I mean, that, them they just got them what a week or two ago. I mean, so so yeah. yeah, yeah. So but my yeah. only note is Kevin Owens is great. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like Kevin Owens. Owens. I've been I've loved Kevin Owens since he was in Ring Dude, of Honor. Like, like because he, he I think Kevin Steen is his real wrestling it's like his real, real name. name I think yeah, but like I've loved him ever because I mean when he when I started seeing him go after Cena before he was in even in WWE. And then when he got in WWE and when he was NXT champion, when he went against Cena, it was like, it was perfect because he even had his own t-shirt like that was going against Cena and it was like perfect. So I've loved him ever since like I've seen him in Ring yeah. of Honor and shit. And like when I'm seeing him do this where he's throwing popcorn in Seth Rollins' yeah. face. And it's just he didn't perfect. even touch him. He just like annoyed the yeah. shit out of him and then Seth Rollins just can't handle it <laughs> like, and it was like he didn't have to do anything he just had to piss him off and have his brain melt yeah, so this <laughs> was my yeah. probably tied for second favorite I would say yeah. this was a I good would match. say this one I'm going to give a really four yeah, this one I would give a four yeah, I'd probably I'd give mine like three and a half or three and three quarters or whatever, 3.75. This is a solid four because Kevin Owens, net, uh, uh, I like seeing Seth Rollins get his butt kicked. Uh, I like the Street Profits wrestling. I actually like Buddy Murphy as a person that wrestles. Dude, Buddy Murphy is fun. Like, So there's nothing about this match that I'm like, no, but it's it, it could have been better. Agree. Now the next match, yeah, was easily my the worst match of the night. Least my favorite. one note is worst match. Oh, of the, night. the one the, that match. I'm just going to straight up say like, uh, one star. If we have to give it a star, it's the one. least amount of stars I can give it. Yeah. And that's what I wrote. Is what I, I'm giving you. See, it was a I can't show. say that for mine, but uh, like mostly because I can't say that it's worse than the other one because I didn't really watch it. But I watched this one and I was massively disappointed. But Braun Strowman 
in the three-on-one handicap match with Sami Zayn, uh, Shinsuke, and Cesaro. I mean, I didn't expect it, so I can't say that it was bad. But uh, also at the same time, and it was all. I'm also happy that uh, uh, that Sami Zayn won. But also at the same time, it came out of the cost from Braun. Yeah, can I just say this? Braun Strowman is the least consistent fucking character in all of WWE. He can lift a fucking semi and loses a match against three people. Uh, becomes the tag yeah. team yeah, champion and, with a or, ten-year-old. Loses a fucking match against one dude. Like, what the fuck? Like, fucking either make him a yeah. beast or make him just a big dude. Don't make him just, like, exactly. completely fucking... And, and, like, I don't understand if, like, you're trying to uh, show, like, oh, they got one over on Braun, but you could have had more people show up or, like, done something other than what they did, where it was pretty much what they did. Well, it was also a letdown going into the final uh, match of the night. I mean, you know, you you build up the whole night. You have two good matches before it, right? And then you go, oh, what the hell is this shit? And then, it, and you know, my comment for it wasn't a good match, and it's a standard booking for Braun lately. I mean, literally... If he loses, yeah. he loses to more than one person. Mm-hmm. Or he loses a week after getting a and title he, or something. Or he right. loses to Goldberg or he loses to yeah. uh, Brock. He should have never lost to Brock back in the day when he was the when he was white hot. Well, not a lot of people need to be losing to Brock at all. Like and let alone Ricochet. So the, but that's the only matter. the the only thing you can call me, whatever those internet marks, marks or whatever, that bitch about everything is the whole Brock Lesnar thing. And that's the only thing I get bent out of shape out. But, I mean, this match was a total letdown. Um, like you said, it's a positive that Sami Zayn finally got a main roster title. I don't know. That's crazy. Think, yeah. Like, he finally got one, which is cool. But, like, at what cost? Well, it, well it I was, feel it makes it him look weak because he needed two other helpers to get it. Yeah. 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 And how long is he going to hold it? Or is he going to have a match with Shinsuke count. at Mania? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It yeah, was stupid. Exactly. Yeah. And um, the less we talk about this match, because it was just <laughs> yeah. done. Okay, I think. Yeah, so pretty much yeah, everyone's in agreement. It's like at least. Well, you notice we did our ratings a minute in. Probably this is. So yeah, I know. Yeah, um, if I, like I said, if we were if we were doing zero stars, yeah, it would be a zero. Like, like, like but I. If I mean, we're doing like if we're having five, really really bad matches, like anything with gold, uh, not Goldberg, but. Um, like with Brock Lesnar in it, where he does the same suplex like twelve times, I'm not. I'm gonna rate it yeah. a zero because it's boring as shit. Yeah, Brock matches are because <laughs> he just shows what? up, suplexes dudes like ninety six times, and then pins them and walks away. I mean, Brock, Brock forgets the full first rule of surviving Zombieland. Cardio. Cardio. <laughs> I can't say nothing because I'm a fat ass, but. Um... But if I was if I was being paid six million dollars or whatever he gets a year before any He'd other jump stuff, on a fucking treadmill, actually try. What the fuck? I man? would probably jump on a treadmill since I only wrestle four times a year. Yeah, I'd want to stay in shape. Might as well show that out man, every once in a while. So that way I'm not dripping wet with sweat five minutes into my match. I mean, granted, he's he's obviously still more that more athletic than I am, but. At the end of the day, I just think his matches are boring. But and of course, you know he's Brock Lesnar, so he wasn't on this card. He won't show up till next month. And I guess on that way, like, I guess we should segue to another decent match or a good match. And I think it was, I think it was presented the way it should have been. Was the elimination chamber match for the women? Yeah, number one contendership. This is exactly uh, how it should have been, except for Shayna should have been number one. I think Shayna should have started the it match. It would have been a stronger showing. And that, that was the only thing that I would... Yeah, I think that was the only thing I would have changed in fantasy booking. 
Um, I actually was thinking Natalia would make it to the last three just because it's Natalia. And it seems like they've been, they've been, I want to say doing more with her, but she's come off a little bit stronger than she has back, I guess, in the diva days when I did watch more frequently. At least that's my perception. I could be totally wrong. That's just how I feel. Well, like, they push her a lot. Like, uh, she's definitely her a lot more the front woman of, like, if there's, like, uh, a female that they would probably, like, say is, like, a legacy there, it'd probably be Natalia right now. It's like, if she stopped she, wrestling, they would still consider her, like, one of the greats or for, like, Hall of Fame and shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I can like, see, I can see she's, my, she's my favorite female wrestler, and you can probably hear my cat in the background. She wants in the room, yeah. If they would have probably switched Shayna for Natalia, right? And now, I mean, had her come out, her, of but I can time, see why they didn't, right? though, because she choked, she choked out three yeah. of them, yeah, but that led a lot of well, it didn't leave as much as if it could have, if she would have started where, out, is what I'm getting at. Is that, yeah, that's what I was saying. I would have probably pasted it, I would have pasted differently, honestly, like. Maybe have her put the first one out right away. I don't know. I'm just fantasy booking. I'm not a booker. But I'm, I agree that she, how she won was the right move. This, it, she should have like yeah. was dominant, and she was. I thought, I thought maybe Natalia should have lasted a little bit longer, so there wasn't all that dead space. Yeah, I would have thought that with Oscar coming in, she would have probably lasted a little bit longer, but. They didn't have her like in the match. Oh, that, that could long. be because of like, her wrist. That's the only person that I think that. Oh yeah. yeah. That. But uh, um, I thought people were speculating they were going to replace her with maybe Nia Jax or Ronda Rousey was going to come back or I something. Think Nia Jax but is I'm not going to lie. I love Oscar, but I was I was kind of hoping they would do a swerve. Yeah. On if anything, Nia Jax, I could see them doing something where she shows back up. Well, Ronda was at the WWE uh, headquarters last will. week. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you never know. She could end up helping Shayna, like, win. You know? Like, yeah, because that would like make that. You know, like, even if she just shows up just for that match, like where Shayna's having trouble or some shit, and then all of a sudden Ronda shows up, and just showing that Ronda's up, like Becky gets all and fucked Shana up and then gets an opportunity. Or then that could set up the four horsewomen versus yeah. the four MMA people. Exactly. I mean, it it's kind of sucks knowing that there's two faces and two heels on both sides, but I mean, like. The way that they're booking it, they could probably book it where all four of them could come together to take them on. Because, honestly, I think for that to work, I think the WWE four horsewomen have to be faces. Well, that's And for Ronda and Shayna, because I don't think, think Shayna Baszler is going to ever be a good no, face. I think she's going to be a heel. Dude, the whole she time. just plays... The she's she's so a good deal. Good. That's the main. And I think that's what she's she's gonna probably be for the rest of her time there. Kind of like Randy Orton. Randy Orton's a crappy oh, face, but he's a, a when he cares about deal. the storyline, he's an amazing. Deal. It's mostly because yeah. he's always a cookie cutter fucking face. That's why. Yeah. It's not but like, he's, he's an incredible heel. He's got to be probably same. easily one of yeah, the best heels that I've ever seen. Awesome. And he's a boring as fuck. He's definitely one of the top heels. It's like him and Edge, and it's like him, Edge. He just comes off as an ass. I mean, just normally. So I mean, (laughs) well, it's probably because that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. He just naturally is an ass. So why would he not be a better heel anyway? I mean, he's he's done some non-dickish things like comforting Shane's son and stuff like that. But I think I think he plays a better. It's kind of like the Miz. Miz. I mean, honestly, I'm all the deal that he does. The RKO death. That was awesome. Miz is. And what he what he said after the fact was when he said, "You know, don't bring a woman in to do a man's." uh, You know what I mean. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is the ultimate dick move. Yeah. Especially in our day and age yeah. point where people would freak out. You know, it makes sense why it would stop. Yeah. You know? It's like, I don't and, need to say the whole shit. But, like, it yeah. fit his character. And people forget that bad people are supposed to say bad things and then they get bent out of shape. You're you supposed to get a rise out of people. He's a, they want to they get heel. their hate out of somebody. And then we kind of like yeah. got off on a tangent. Um, so what does everyone rate this match? Since we well, let's we go back to the match. Yeah. I don't know. I all I wrote for my notes was Shayna looks strong. Oscar uh, Oscar looks fearless because she was fucking just amped. Wanted to fucking yeah. beat the shit. Yeah, she was. And I would say um, having two people in the match pass out. Not, um, not. I'm sorry, not in the match. Yeah, in the match it made sense because Shayna Baylor's was a beat, beat. But having um, Gulak pass out from Daniel Bryan and then having Asuka pass out, which it makes sense for Asuka because it keeps her looking strong. Yeah, Liv that she didn't out. I was just going to say, Liv Morgan passed out too weird. and she took the big, yeah. one of the biggest bumps of the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that... That, uh, that, that swing oh. right into the plexiglass. Yeah. yeah, holy shit, that was insane. And th- it's like, even when they replayed it, I was like, whoa. You know, the other one that like, took oh the, one gosh. of the biggest bumps was Natalya on accident. Yeah, where she got yeah, the knees right into like her throat or her head. Neater in the face. But I, I guess that kind of tells you how tough mm-hmm. Natalya really There's is. There's a bunch of strong women um, in the WWE. She's not weak. Yeah, and even when, like, I think – I thought it was a really good match. I think Tanner Baszler should have been displayed as she was. Um, you read the dirt sheets, and they're like, they're losing confidence in Shayna. Because of one bad match, really? Yeah. Well, we I mean, know. She, like, it doesn't even matter what the dirt sheets say anyway, because, I mean, it's building up towards WrestleMania, where she – because Becky needs something new. Well, obviously they didn't feel too bad about it. She's still getting the title match at WrestleMania, so right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean you never the, know. They, they only... might change it, like on like where she loses at WrestleMania. But I mean, even no, then, I think, it's still I think, WrestleMania. I really don't feel Becky needs the belt to be yeah. the man. To be honest, um, I think she she I think her having the belt for a year was is a good run. Because it'll be almost right at a year when she when she defends it. So if she loses at WrestleMania, she would have held it for nearly 365 days. I just don't want to. I think I think that's a good for like a super long time. I think because like we already dealt with her like have the belt for the NXT belt for like what two years or eight months or something like that. It was a long time. And, I thought she had it longer than that. Well, oh, she had, she had, a, had a couple of separate reigns. That's the main thing. Was that I think she lost to Kyrie Sane a couple of times, or one time, and then she gained it back like a couple months later. And then I want to see. I think she lost. To, no, she didn't lose to Oscar, but she lost to her before she got the title back or something. But uh, she. I want to see. I want to see um, I want to see Oscar have a good reign with the women's title. I don't care if it's SmackDown or Raw's, but because her title runs were lame, and it wasn't Oscar's fault. Yeah. But I, I mean, I kind of agree. I don't want I don't want Shayna Baszler to hold it for a year, or anything like Becky did. I think Becky, her mm-hmm. character, it kind of worked, and and so I look forward to their match at WrestleMania. I mean, on that on that hand, I'm gonna give this 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 match rate based on comparing it to all the others. It'd probably be a four out of five, a four and a half. Oh, so it's like your See, favorite. I would one think mine would be like three and a half. Mine would be three and a half because it was right around the same amount. Like I thought that the the tag elimination chamber, this one, and then it was AJ's versus uh, Alster Black. Like I think those are the main ones. So do a tie for both the tag and the women's elimination chamber matches because they were just as good for me. I mean, they gave the tag one a lot more time than than Shayna, but like Shayna deserved to go out super strong as they mm-hmm. showed on there. So I'm totally fine. And with that's that. why I rated it. That's why and I that's why I rated it like even. 
that's why I rated as high because I felt like everything that was that should have been done in this match was. I like that it came down to her and Oscar. I like. I mean, the only thing I wish happened that Natty lasted a little bit longer, but it is what it is. I, I really feel like Natty should have gone out tougher than Liv Morgan. That's just me. Yeah, she did though because she got and the fucking door like six times. Like, yeah, and. and yeah, and, and Natalia so, but, took it like uh, she took a lot of nasty bumps too. So I mean, like she yeah. did a lot before she just because it happened out. fast doesn't mean it was any easier. I mean, Liv Morgan got yanked off the fucking ground and hung in the air while she was getting choked out, and then and she fucking passed out. She didn't tap out, which good on Liv Morgan. It shows that she's strong in her new role that they're trying to. To say like she's finally who she wants to be and fucking going out strong like that is a good way to show that. Like there was good storytelling in this whole fucking match. So huh? And that's why and that's why it rated as high as I did. I thought everything on this match clicked for me. Yeah. Just the way it should have been done. Like I said, just personal feelings. I wish Natty had lasted a little bit longer, but you know it is what it is. That yeah. Natty's obviously my favorite. So and then Asuka, I, I like how Asuka was, I like how they mm-hmm. kind of had a rematch from NXT. She yeah. She was like, oh, is this what and you It would and be Asuka awesome like, to think. Open the fucking doors then. And then yeah. they opened the one door and she was like, how about you open this fucking door so I can get out there? It was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. And then I also liked how she was like, baka, baka, baka. Yeah. Oh, dude. Asuka <laughs> is like my favorite. Uh, but yeah. I love Oscar. Yeah, Oscar for this match, no wrong in my four. mind. Like, like I could rate it higher, but I mean, I because I don't really know what they could do to make it even better. I think there were just like gaps in where where you're just looking at Shayna sitting in the ring that could have been like if they didn't just go to Crazy Town and just have her just destroy people, it would have been. Better serve, but I mean, that was my still getting a four, which is better than a good chunk of this got from me. But yeah, the women are coming out strong, man. Braun Strowman. Usually, everyone knocks the women's matches, but in this case tonight, it was like one of the best matches on the card. So, like anyone who hates on this match, I I really pity them. Like it took a long time for women to get respected in this. WWE and it's fucking I'm yeah. ready to just keep Braun seeing more and more awesome shit. shit. That's it. 3.75 for me. What do you think, Jeremy? Again, it wasn't my favorite match, but it wasn't the worst match either, so um, Yeah. Yep. At least there wasn't like a ton of botches, which, you know, so like I, oh, I, I would mean, agree. I, I didn't know and like I said, overall, my biggest thing with yeah. the with the whole pay per view was just the fact that it, besides the AJ Styles Undertaker thing, it didn't really set up anything for yeah. WrestleMania at all, which uh, I was like kind of surprised that it didn't address anything. There was a lot of yeah. I think the only thing that they really set up was the Undertaker thing, and then also the heavy machinery and Dolph Ziggler thing. Well, yeah, but everyone through, knows it's going to happen. Yeah. Everyone kind of knows it's going to happen. So, and everyone, and we all kind of suspected Shayna because that's what everyone was reporting on. Yeah. So it's glad that, because, you know, the, the dirt sheet that she was supposed to win the Rumble and the things were lying to Charlotte. And we'll just have Roman be like, hey, that's my title. I'm going for it. Even though that everybody I mean, I else his, has to right. go after it. And I get his, I get the storyline raising because he never lost it. He gave it up mm-hmm. for his leukemia. So I, I kind of get that in a sense. But also, I think they should have. If they were going to give it to him, he should have had to have won the chamber match. Which so, we all know. So with that being match. said, matter what is today. when are we gonna? What's our next episode going to be about? Is it going to be WrestleMania? Is that the next time we'll be talking? Uh, I mean, I don't if know. this is going on our soon-to-be-launched website, then I say 
I mean, the next topic can be about. I anything. just went and turned yeah, the water yeah, not for that, sale podcast. We'll have probably other ones, but. Uh, yeah. Um, I would say maybe we could do the takeover well, we're, on we're Saturday night. Doing the takeover, and we'll definitely do the WrestleMania because I think okay. that that's so. Like, episode two will be takeover for those. Unless we come up with something else, yeah, other we can just in the talk meantime, about wrestling you know. in general when there's not a pay per view. I know exactly. Yeah. This is what it should just be. Shooting Us the just shit, sitting there talking about okay, well. shit. Yeah. But uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, and then I don't even know if you subscribe to fucking podcast or not. I don't know, understand all that shit, but like, if you enjoyed what, if you enjoyed what you heard about, I think, I think it is shit about wrestling, then you could fucking keep listening out for all our shit. Thank you, just, just and have four, a good night. Four guys, just a fan of wrestling. Yeah, Nothing. damn it, just fans. All right, but you guys yeah, have yeah. a good night. All right, peace. You, you too. Y'all have a good one.